Welcome to Jay's Corner. My name is Jay O. I am a certified financial planner. I'm also the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the published book. Jay's Corner is there to try to explain how certain financial matters work, to try to help you separate the signal from the noise, so that when something changes, you're not distracted wrongly, and instead, keep your eyes on the ball, which is tough to do given the way that we are given information. There's a free and paid newsletter. Go to jo.substack.com. There are two YouTube channels, Jay's Corner, as well as Maximize Your Medicare. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you digest your podcast. Be sure to leave your comments. Let's begin. Thank you for joining me here on Jay's Corner. The travel, <laughs> the weather has canceled my entire uh, trip, which was scheduled to begin tomorrow, uh, rather than playing it risky and worrying about these matters, I decided to cancel all travel, uh, candidly speaking. And, you know, and that is just the things that we cannot control. So today is one of two, as a result, it's one of two broadcasts, two broadcasts that we're going to have today. We're going to, have, sorry, we're going to have the first broadcast today. It's Thursday noon in the East Coast. Tomorrow, we're going to have a review of what's happened this year for financial markets and not financial advice, but talking about how people's financial plans have been altered. Uh, and we'll have to see how that goes <clears throat> That's still evolving. I had thought that we would go into the new year without much fanfare, but of course, Mr. Market didn't agree. So here we go. Uh, you know, what I thought I would do is on Jay's Corner, just so people might know, is this is about the rationale, the way to think about financial topics, financial rationale, being able to use your common sense and try to ignore the tremendous amount of noise, controversy, misinformation, you know, shortcuts that people take when they try to understand, you know, every financial topic. And of course, while I'm in the press about health insurance, Medicare, other matters, the fact of the matter is that these these same errors that occur are just a simple you know, example of the type of misunderstanding that can that can exist. I'm trying to correct that. That's the point of Jay's Corner. So you can see the URL there below my image, jo.stubstack.com. There is a free and a paid version. You can go and uh, take a look at the, the free version and you'll see the scan here that this is not about really only about financial headlines. Mr. Powell there, the Fed chairman of the United States. But in addition to that, in explaining them, but you can see also down here, we've got talking about the fact that age is not important, but words are. And this is kind of like one of my central messages is try to shed light, if you will, shed light on the idea that, look, you know, we're, you're getting hit by tons of information. I, and I can, while I can understand that, that careful use of words is important because 
the sellers of contracts are using very specific language. They are not talking about, you know, kind of, should have, use. They're not using that language. They're using very specific terms. So while I'm trying to speak in just everyday casual type of language, make no mistake, I'm using specific terminology for a very, very specific reason, because I don't want you to misunderstand. Because then you're just down a wormhole and now of misunderstanding. And then on top of that is noise. And that creates further problems. So I thought what I would do is I thought to go to this very interesting uh, study here. This is a study by Nationwide. Nope. Uh, Northwest Mutual. Sorry. Northwestern Mutual. Very interesting. It just got released today, in fact. Uh, today, yesterday. About the way that people are thinking about plant financial planning and progress. And you can see a number of different topics here. And most interesting to me was the fact is this section about Gen Z. And the reason that I sit on Gen Z is that I've talked to other clients, existing clients here at GH2 Benefits. You know, these people have come here to GH2 Benefits, which is the name of my professional firm. But the reality is here is that if I could put us into the time capsule, which I can't, and I could basically start people with building blocks in a slight, slightly different way, then those persons, I'm very convinced, through time as they went from their mid-20s to their mid-30s, mid-40s, mid-50s, and now to today, that what you would actually have is you would have a different understanding of topics, a very different one. And in fact, that a lot of the controversy that you see about advertising, false advertising, scams, fraud, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, things that dominate you know, the headlines, it'd be pretty different. Your understanding would be quite different. Reality is, maybe this book didn't even need to exist because of the fact that it would just be very clear and obvious about you know, how to think about topics so that you can come up with reasonable, rational solutions for yourselves. That doesn't mean that I'm, uh, we're, that's, that's not our world. I've, you know, described some kind of utopia. I get that. <clears throat> so now we're uh, at the world that we have. I thought to show you this, which is, this is very interesting because, you know, I understand that, you know, there's always this idea of generation where, well, that generation doesn't do this or this generation doesn't do that. And, you know, all this kind of other types of jibber jabber. But for me, that's, you know, candidly just noise. Instead, what I want to show you is that, you know, this is a very, you know, kind of, I think, a very positive thing, which is that persons in Gen Z are more likely to, are, um, are the most likely to have savings and also to understand the idea that, hey, I need to plan. And this is a very, you know, this is very, very uh, pertinent. It definitely applies to my second book, which is still in progress, which is to say, look, the landscape, the landscape for financial planning and the need for financial planning has dramatically increased. And the reason is 
that the idea, for example, in the United States, is that the idea of defined benefit, a pension that lasts your lifetime as supplied by your employer that you've worked for for 30 years, that is now gone. And that is likely to be gone forever. As a result, that has put the weight, the responsibility of doing that on the individual. We'll have more about that coming in the book, and I'm going to explain that in throughout Jay's Corner as I've left and mentioned this at every every time that I get the opportunity. But you can see here that there are very interesting statistics and good ones that you know people <clears throat> have been able to save in the pandemic. There's been tremendous amounts of governmental assistance. And in addition to that, you know, you see down here in the next two bullet points that there's a need for financial planning. And it is encouraging to me that this generation, Gen Z, is actually open-minded enough to understand this. Now, I know there's a phrase to say it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. I actually don't agree with that. I mean, clearly I don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't have written this book, right? Uh, but more importantly, you know, I've seen examples. I know a person that I've known for years. You know, she just became a registered nurse. When she returns home, they call her grandma. So you can see I'm not in the camp that it's too late to learn. Clearly, I'm not. Anyway, here we go. If we take a look at this Gen Z and we see the progress study, you can see here that confident but struggling with mental health, of course, you know, very difficult environment. And you can see as you go to other, other generations, you can see here that work and retirement. Now, some things that are not as encouraging. You know, and you can see it here. That saving less and needing more. So what we have is people needing to plan for their own financial future and take control of the individual line items inside you know their financial pie if you will if you wrote down all your financial responsibilities you can see that the cost of inflation has eaten away at wages or savings for me a lot of that has to do with fundamental misunderstanding right from the beginning. And I'm going to just talk about three points and we'll talk about how many ripple effects can occur as a result of misunderstanding. Other places on this channel, you've seen uh, this spreadsheet, which I've called Mr. X. It's a workbook, you know, that I've created here for illustrated, illustrative purposes. And what I've put here in the yellow here are, I can't, I've tried to summarize it. I've, I've mentioned these topics many times uh, here today. What I thought to do is circle back and try to consolidate them all for you. So the first one is you need to get the basics right. And, and unfortunately, you know, this seems obvious. This seems obvious and that it's intentionally obvious. Because of the fact is I have to reiterate them because there's so much noise and misinformation, whether that be unintentional or intentional. This information can come from professionals. This information can come from your brother, your cousin, your work colleague. Nevertheless, we need to still make sure that you're 
still with the basics and not get away too far away from them. There are always going to be variations. That doesn't make the basics wrong. We'll continue and, and I'll, you'll see my point. Ultimately, money has to do with math, right? You need to know exactly, or you need to know, you know, what your what how much money is in your bank in your bank account in your savings plan and how much you're taking out. This is a math of money. Do you need to understand the formulas with precision? No. There are calculators everywhere online for that. Everywhere. Let's just take a quick example. And here is a formula that I'm people are tired of, you know, longtime followers of Jay's Corner. And that, understandable. This is net, net present value. This is the price of anything. This is the financial value of anything. And you can see this is a formula here. Some people are going to shrug their shoulders saying, okay, this is child's play. Some people are going to go, oh no, we're talking, uh, you know, this thing gives them chills. The reality is, is that the practical reality is do you need to understand how precisely to calculate? The answer to that for me is not really. That's not entirely necessary. You know why? We've got tools for this. And you can see it right here. So each one of the, so this here then becomes, you know, ultimately. So you can see it which is the, let me just move this out of your way. Whoops. Uh, you know, Jay's not great at videography, right? Uh, what you have here is this formula. And you can see what they did is they put it so that you can just plug in the numbers up here, which will go in here and then calculate it for you. I didn't have time to put the link in the web inside the post um, beneath the video. I will do so. But you can see what has basically happened here. You have actual calculators. The calculating itself is secondary. And so I need to make sure that that's clear because I don't... People have this idea, oh, I'm good at math. I'm not good at math. You know, candidly speaking, after I've lived in multiple locations around the world, I can tell you that's an American mindset. That's a, a quite specifically an American mindset. If you go to Hong Kong and you ask somebody there, you know, as a 10-year-old, are you good at math? They will look at you as if you have just arrived on a spaceship. There's no idea of, am I good at math? What they have is you just simply do math, right? We are not talking about complicated, you know, calculus or differential equations, et cetera, et cetera. No, this is just arithmetic. My point here is always, always you have to under, however, you do need to understand instead of the actual calculation, the intuition. The intuition here is important. The intuition, the reasoning. And I'm just going to briefly under or explain this to you here, right? Which is which is why I always start here with this formula. 
You cannot get away from this formula. It doesn't matter how simple, how complicated the financial matter is. Merger and acquisition versus whether or not you should buy, rent, lease a car, buy or rent a car, etc., etc. It ultimately comes down to this. They are just different examples of the theme. So very importantly here, everyone understands what C is. So C here, these C's are cash flow. And ultimately, when I when I go through all of these other points here, they are so that you are not misunderstanding the cash flow. Period. Different jargon, deductible, maximum out-of-pocket limit, all the jargon around complicated, you know, copay, co-insurance. Uh, participation rate, you can change the topic. You are still measuring by cash flow. You, From there, you can then measure. Now, of course, that's what everyone tries to focus on, the actual numer numeric number of dollars. As many people know from readers from Jay's Corner, you'll see that I call people, okay, you're, you're a citizen of Numeratorville. You cannot solely pay attention to the cash flow. You must get it right. You must understand the pattern of cash flow. We'll get to a diagram in a few moments. But then on top, you need to understand R, which is the discount rate. Now, discount rate is a complicated, maybe, but it is basically the cost of money. In a, and that cost is kind of a soft term, isn't it? Because it could be the borrowing rate that you get from the bank. It could be your risk aversion, right? So for some persons, a dollar today is worth groceries. That's the way it is. That's the financial reality, and it's not only the United States, it is everywhere. So you could say, I'm promised $2, you know, I had $100, I'm promised $200 in a year. That's not going to help you if you don't eat today, right? So as a result, this R here is telling you that in addition to just the market rate, people try to say, okay, what's my borrowing rate at the bank if I take out a loan or my credit card debt, my auto loan, my mortgage rate? That I understand. But in addition to that, it's also how you value it, right? There's an extra little point here. This is why, ultimately, that the garden variety financial conclusions of all articles to say, you should always this, you should always that. No, I don't accept that. Because to you, to your specific situation, you may have a circumstance where your R is different than everyone else's, including your twin brother, your twin sister, right? 
same capability, same basically everything, let's just say. Same school, same career prospects, etc. But at home, you've got different. You are subject to randomness. So you didn't come up with the same job. You didn't have the same career prospects, etc. So for whatever reason, without casting judgment on anyone here, your circumstance different. From there, you deal, okay, with the practical reality. This is why, like I said, the sweeping generalizations you find, including here on YouTube, can be wrong. So you, this is why the intuition is so important. Now, I, I said about the intuition of formulas and the NPV and diagrams. So I'm going to show you about that you do need to understand then both what happens is people presume that they understand the cash flow, the CT. So they get that wrong and they both get the R wrong, both. So I've explained R first, very importantly, R first, but there's also controversy on the C and I'm going to show you here. Let's just go to this other tab. I've set it up. Um, let's just see. There we are. What I'm going to do here is I am going to actually make a graph. Uh, let's, let's, not this. Make, let's make it like this. Okay, so let's just make a graph. And some people have seen this graph. In other words, and we're going to make this horizontal line just today. So, right? So, in other words, it costs you zero. It costs you absolutely nothing, right? So your, and let's just put zero here. And let's make this bigger. Oops. Don't know, how, this is my first time using this to be candid with you. So, uh, you know, you'll have to bear with me. Okay. So let's move this zero to here. So this is actually in cash flow terms, right? You've gone to the store, you didn't buy anything, so you didn't, didn't enjoy it and get the benefits from it. It can be anything. Today, this graph is in cash flow terms, okay? So this is a graph then of cash flow. And you can see what basically ends up happening is that what ends up happening is people misunderstand financial topics because they don't have a very good handle on the way the cash moves under uncertainty. I didn't say, for example, right? In other words, I did not say, and you can see it here, straight here on the formula. This C1, C2, CT, these are times in the future. Well, we don't have a crystal ball, so we're making an estimate here under certain circumstances. Let's just take a look. And now you can understand why people misunderstand things. And we're just going to make an easy one. Well, let's just take an easy example. The easiest example I could possibly name for you is, for example, auto insurance. Right, so now you own a car and you know, what do you do? You've got, you've got to pay a premium, right? Every month, you've got to pay a premium. 
This is measured below the zero because you're paying cash out. Measuring the cash flow. Cash is a minus, that means you're paying. And then you get in a car accident. And now you take it to the shop, right? You have to do what? You have to pay a deductible, right? But from there, you start getting benefits. So you can see it here. You can draw a picture of the cash flow. And the reality is, is you can draw a, this type of cash flow diagram for anything. Well, I'll show you some other examples shortly. However, you can see what ends up happening here. You think, okay, well, this, this number keeps going. No, it doesn't, right? Because here, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stop. You don't keep getting benefits forever, right? Or for to infinity. You see that blue line here? The blue line then ultimately, right? Ultimately, the blue line is here. Whoops. Let's just see if I can erase that. There we go. The blue line then is what? It's limited. And it's limited where? Right? You have a 1979 Honda Accord. You don't get, right, $50,000 if it gets totaled. You don't. As a result, what also happens? This minus here is limited. Right? You are not paying $3,000 a month for auto insurance. Right, And as a result, this then is your graph. Guess what else looks like this? I'll tell you what else looks like this. Dental insurance. Guess what else looks like this? Homeowner's insurance. All the same, where we're just basically changing over here. The strategic, you mean max value is the salvage value of a car or home. What else looks like this? Dental insurance, where now, in fact, the maximum is then. Max benefit amount. And now you see the misunderstanding. Somebody goes to a person and says, okay, I've got a person that I went to for my dental insurance. I've got another person who I went for my homeowner's insurance. And I didn't know anything. I think of them as totally different topics. They've got the same graph. All I've done here is change the lines of what the topic might seem to be, but the principle the same. Why? Because the cash flow diagrams are the same. Given the fact that the pattern's the same, that's the same process. The issue here is what, you know, you're 26, you're 27. It's your first time. I understand that. You, you, you're 
ingrained, marketed, told, hey, we need different this, different that. So you, And then you're thinking that, okay, well, they're entirely different types. No, conceptually, no. If you've understood this one, you can then go to your auto insurance after I've purchased dental insurance and pretty much just cross out one term and put in another one and you'll understand because it's right there. And you're not getting away from this. You can also see here, what else, you get older. What is this? Long-term care insurance. Absolutely, right? This num. I've not put a number here. Now all of a sudden this number down here is 3,000, 4,000, $5,000 a year. My maximum benefit not amount is now $250,000 a year. Way different, for example, right? Far different from dental insurance where this number is $50 a month and the maximum benefit amount is $1,000 in a year. Notice I've never said here, I've not said this is worth it. Worth it. Do you know why I didn't say it? Why it's, I haven't made that value judgment? Because guess what? Your little, small little R from person to person is different. So as a result, this answer, NPV, is different. Of course it's different. And now you can understand. You can now understand actually some very important things. Because you understand this, you can now understand something more controversial. Except what? What has happened here? Something quite different. Why? And the reason will be, let's just make this wider here so I can erase this a lot faster. That's not big enough, is it? I need a bigger eraser. And instead, what do you have? You have then, you've got something different. And instead now, for health insurance, Instead of maximum benefit, what do you have? Let's just get out. We can, I do know how to get rid of this, right? I do know how to get rid of this. There you go. Instead now, health insurance, no max benefit with it. So when people are comparing, oh, it says the word insurance. So you just kind of assume, okay, well, I have understood it. I've understood it. These cash flow diagrams are different. There's no cap here. If you have a billion dollars of health care cost, your health insurance plan 
will a compliant plan by the ACA Medic uh, and uh, Medicare Advantage Medigap. When in combination, there's a reason that, you know, I've written this book, right, is to to show to people, look how valuable this is. Why? Because no maximum benefit limit. And when, and this is your perspective, maybe you're paying, maybe you're not because Medicare Advantage is zero. You can understand it. And that's just that minus the distance of the green line below the zero. We can change the jargon. We can, however, if you understand what is going on here, then again, you're not really focused in on, you're not really focused in on the calculation. You're not really focused in on the exact calculation here of this. You don't, you're not. Because if you simply kept your eye on the ball, if you simply kept your eye on the ball and you've understood this, then you can understand the intuition and know what to ask and what to look for. You're a person, you're Mr. Sick a lot. You've lost the DNA coin flip. You know that the likelihood is of getting this is higher. Guess what? This is more valuable to you, right? And now you can also understand all the noise and controversy and politics of, about insurance in the United States. We'll get to that in just a moment. Because of all the noise, there's all sorts of bias. All sorts of bias. Some of that bias is due to the fact that your brother, your own personal history, advertisements. They are not all the same thing. So let's just first talk about inherent, meaning human nature. Human nature. And over here, I, I wrote an example. And one, and you know, very commonly known, is something called recency bias. And now we're going to be able to flex on something else. This is kind of cool. So this is ChatGPT, right? So this is all the rage on the internet, right? Uh, this is artificial intelligence here. It's artificial intelligence tool. And let's ask him. And there it is. Cognitive bias occurs when people give more weight to more recent information when making a decision or forming an opinion. It can lead people to overestimate. This is, it can lead people to overestimate the importance or relevance of recent events and underestimate the importance of relevance of events that occurred further in the past. And then it gives an example. Can also influence our perceptions of people and events. There are more, right? And <clears throat> so. This is what I, this is what I said in other places on Jay's Corner. There are other examples. Like, you know, I asked my young nephew, I've flipped a coin 20 times in a row. And it was, it was heads 20, it was heads the last five. What about the next one? He correctly answered 50, 50. I said, yeah, but the last five were heads 50, 50. 
right? And there's your answer of recency bias, right? There are more. Let's take a look at confirmation bias. That's another very, very common one. Oops, let's just, uh, there we go. So now this is asking what, what is confirmation bias? And now we'll have the answer. Confirmation bias and cognitive bias seek out, interpret, or remember information in a way that confirms their existing beliefs or biases. <laughs> in very short words, on Jay's Corner, I've tried to call it like with the following sentence. See, it worked out. Therefore, it proves I was right. Now, that by itself isn't evidence of anything, right? The outcome isn't proof of some bias that you had. Of course, the issue here we have been in every society, I, I'm going to presume every society, maybe just the United States is more extreme. Those, were, those are psychological biases, right? And when you add the spice, when you add the spice, what do you have? You can see it now. You have these other things. So on top of that, what you have is diversion, diversion, misinformation, intentional or unintentional, and Cluging together topics that are not the same topic and trying to mix them together, integrate them as if they're the same thing. I was describing insurance to somebody, health insurance matters to something. The person interjected and said, health insurance shouldn't be for for-profit companies. My answer, as always, right? Wrong channel. Wrong topic. I'm not here for philosophy of government's role in American society or whatever nation society. That That is not what we are here to discuss. There are different channels. There are different people that, you know, you maybe you're going to align yourself with. My point here, though, is that when you do this, if you do this, you're wasting t your own time. You're only hurting yourself here. You're only hurting yourself. So I, I have posts on social media, right? Facebook. Facebook's like the best. <laughs> the, the best for you seeing this stuff. I don't know why, how people like respond, but it, it, it's true. People have responded. I'm like, look, you need to understand Medicare. Hey, there's this book. It, it's on fire sale at Amazon, eight dollars. Even you know, even with all of its reviews, etc. No problem. The response is, well, you know, insurance companies are making money. I won't have anything to do with it. What? <laughs> right? Because this this person basically said, okay, well, this guy, right? Because. The, if I flip this upside down, that's your net worth. Right? Fine. You didn't want to protect yourself. You didn't understand Medicare. You didn't understand health insurance, even though the premium was zero. 
Because why? Because you held on to this. Health insurance couldn't, shouldn't be for profit companies, depending on your country. This is why I don't discuss health insurance matters, you know, in certain countries with socialized medicine, right? Because they, they're talking about a different alternate reality. But the reality is, so fine, you stood on, you, you stood on that hill to say, okay, shouldn't be for health insurance companies. Then you get ill, even though you could have had health insurance at zero. Who have you hurt? Who have you not protected here? Right? In other words, I'm not saying you have, that means everybody has to rush out to buy health insurance today. No, I didn't say that. Even though in the United States, that deadline's January 15th. Healthcare.gov, HealthSherpa, I've got links, etc. No problem. But my main point here is that people like have, have clued together their philosophy of government philosophical. It's Obama's fault. It's the Republicans' fault. Someone's to blame. And as a result, you didn't go and get the answer for yourself. And now who, who have you hurt? Who have you shortcomed? You know, the shortcoming then, the, the only consequence is to yourself. So now how do you, how do you marry that? How do you combine that with the need for, for planning? Keep the separate topic separate. I'm here to talk about the NPV to your being without casting judgment about your political view. <clears throat> Who else doesn't ask about your political or philosophical view? Humana doesn't. I promise you that. There's no application by Humana, <clears throat> Net Life. Auto owners, <coughs> excuse me, progressive. That there's no there's no tick box here to tick the box if you're Democrat or Republican, or if you're like you know, atheist or Christian. Then there, there's no such question because they know they're not kludging together. They're not wrongly combining topics that are not related. So I've already talked 40 minutes to give you an idea on how, why I would wind it up to this degree, because from there, all the mistakes happen, all of them, because now you can understand what ends up happening is that on top, the information flow to you is not great. And that's the second yellow bar. Do not skip steps. You remember in third grade, there's this question here, right? Everyone's seen this. Math teacher asks you, show your work. If you do it in wrong, right? This is what you're going to get. 5 plus 5 equals 10 times 2 equals 20. The correct answer is this. Hopefully I got it right. <laughs> when you skip steps, something's going to go wrong. And 
it's gonna go wrong and come to turn on you and cost a lot of money. It's one thing to say, okay, I've done the work, I've understood, I've understood, right? I've understood this. And then you then choose to pass or then you choose to be involved. That's a conscious choice. If you do so intentionally, then you can be okay with the consequences. You can look back and say, you know, I considered it at that time. I used my best judgment at that time. I thought through, right? I thought through this at that time with the information as given. After the fact, I was correct. It turned out well or didn't, as I hoped. That is a different path than I'm going to watch a five-minute YouTube video and come to the right conclusion. Because you're not watching for the five minutes. You're not watching for the hour, ten hours. Let's just take a look. And you can see it here. This video here, for example, has one odd more than a million views. And it's titled, A Terrible Guide to the Terrible Terminology of U.S. Health Insurance. Listen. Hello, I'm Brian David Gilbert, and recently my COBRA insurance ran out, so I used... I... A misstatement happens before, within three seconds. What was it? The fact that he used COBRA. It should have been... I considered Cobra and for own particular reason then had to selected it. And then what you end up happening is, is by not listening, you then glossed over it, let's just say. What's up in enrollment? And so what ends up happening is that, uh, you know, then it took all the way until this. I had a qualifying life event, or QLE, which is that my COBRA insurance ran out. Okay, hey, little sidebar. COBRA stands for the Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation correct. Act. Correct, these are correct. But all you need to know is that it allows you to continue... And I'm a big dumb dummy for continuing mine for the full year and a half, and you can all dunk on me now. That is correct. So, my point here is I understand that people want to have the fastest answer. I can understand that. They think you can get it to it simply. Even this person with a, hundred, with a million views, I promise you they didn't get to this point. 13 minutes? Unlikely. Right? Instead, what they had heard was, oh, this person who I rely on, he used Cobra. I'll just use Cobra. I, I'm very, very confident. I know this because I get many calls saying, okay, I'm going to go on Medicare. I'm on Cobra. I've been on Cobra for, you know, for 13 months. It's going to run. I need to go on to Medicare. And my first thing is like, okay, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Right. My first question should have been, right. Well, actually, the way I say it is today's our first day talking. I can't put us in the time machine. Explain to me how we used selected Cobra, <laughs> right? Explain to me if 
we had met because if we had known each other at that point, we would have looked and squinted at Cobra real hard, real hard. By the way, GH2 benefits you can find, uh, you know, deep in the deeper in the weeds and not here for today, right? Deeper in the weeds, not here for today. Like I said, right? What we what do we not surprisingly have is we have an explanation inside of this website on all of these different topics. You can see online quoting recent posts. <clears throat> we don't need disability, uh, not for this. And in fact, where we at? Cobra Guide. Just posted it the other day, right? Which is, hey, you know, we need to actually understand Cobra first. Let's not skip. In other words, let's not skip steps. Oh, it's quick. It's easy. I just got Cobra. I'm entitled. Yeah, you're entitled. You've now also dropped based on who, on your age and your situation. What? Times 18 months? $20,000? Used. Used. That excessively. I didn't say <laughs> that that's a those are real examples, right? That that that's a real actual number practically. And this is why I'm saying is by skipping steps you see this all the time which is I why I have this line here on row 10. It can be the case and this is most of the guidance we see in Kiplinger's, Wall Street Journal, Smart Money, Money.com, you know, wherever you're talking, you're usually getting the average case. The conclusion is X. What they, what most articles on the internet, video, they are acting as if they're talking to the average my point to you is almost no one is average. Almost no one is average. So while it's a good starting point, that doesn't mean that it's for you. And now you can understand why, even though, you know, Subscribers to Jay's Corner, Substack, jo.substack.com, right? Why? <laughs> They're tired of me pounding on them with, with this. Because while I'm a broken record, the fact is R for you is different. So different. Perhaps because I don't, you, you need this money today. Or you need the money for a different reason. And it's not always negative. Right? I told them to certain persons, look, you could tell me I'm trying to save on premium because my grandchild is the second coming of Einstein. We need all the extended family's dollars to go to education, to access other persons who are like Einstein, to be in that community. Possible. Yeah. We have the person who is going to be the next, you know, Vladimir Horowitz. Guess what? You need piano lessons. <laughs> They're not going to be free. So in other words, it's not always a negative thing. 
But my point is the value, value, the personal value to you here isn't going to sit here in the average discussion, the discussion of the average case. What's described in the average case? Oh, about 90% of the articles. The first three seconds of that video, of the YouTube video. First three seconds, right? I used Cobra. Okay. We're almost to the end here. <clears throat> I realize that, you know, once I'm talking, I see the, the clock without a script. I'm like, hmm. You know, I try to keep them down to an hour because I realize it, it can be overload. Let's just talk about basic. No crystal ball. And once you come down here, this this seems like very obvious, right? Again, very obvious. No, you, you don't have a crystal ball toward the future. And I talked about my nephew, Oscar, and about the coin flip. But you can see, understand how many times you have this. What do you have? So now you can understand why I'm talking about <clears throat> when I talk about the structure of the way that people make financial markets related decisions. Their earnings projections here, which is their idea of what C1, C2 is. High degree. So you ask 10 people. There's not a high degree of a, a agreement. There's a high degree of disagreement. So again, the C1, C2, C, CT, they may have been the average case. That doesn't mean that the average case is always going to be right. And in fact, if you ask the 10 people, from number one to number 10 is going to be wildly different. So let's not pretend we have a crystal And by the way, if you do have a crystal ball, you're retired by the end of the week. Because now all of the other things that we're going to talk about in more advanced situations, diverse portfolio diversification strategy, right? All of that stuff doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't need any of it, right? Because the reality is, is that those types of things are dealing with the fact that it's uncertain. If you're 100% certain, you let me know. Email me, jae at gh2benefits.com. I know five events. No, you don't even need, you don't need five events. You need just a, two to three events. I'll tell you how many you need. So to give you an idea, right? You, you had 100 units, right? And you're right five times in a row. Right? So you've coin flipped five times in a row exactly. So what do you get? So you get equals 100 times 2 to the fifth power. You've gone from $100 to $3,200 after just five correct times in a row. So, of course, right? If you have a hundred thousand dollars, 
You have. What? There you go. <clears throat> right? So if you have $100,000, you don't need diversification. <laughs> Just flip coins five times in a row correctly. You'll have $3.2 million. And the reality is you'll have more than that. Why? Because if you have $100,000, you're going to go to the bank and borrow. If you have $100,000 in cash, guess what? Somebody's going to tell you, okay, well, I'm going to lend you another $150,000. You're going to actually have, you're going to actually be flipping coins for $250,000. Times two to the fifth. $80 million. So don't come to me and tell me that, or $8 million. Don't come to me and tell me that I have a crystal ball. I'm 100% certain. Because if you're that certain, you know, like I said, we can get to, you can have $100,000, $8 million. Yeah, sure. In fact, I'm low there. That, that's not, that is not an exaggerated number. No, 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 it's certainly not. Right? Because if you're able to tell with that degree of certainty, you can just borrow. <laughs> you can't borrow as easily as you could two and a half years ago or a year ago, but you could borrow and then go out, invest in your prediction. And since you're 100% certain, you can double your money at least, right? Because I've just presumed all you've done is double your money. If you're 100% certain, well, you that means you can get like, you know, three, four, five hundred percent each time. Okay. Well, you're retired. Yeah. Everyone's retired. My point here is that since we have no crystal ball, we have to then go back to, okay, what on, oops. Uh, yeah. I think it did show up, didn't it? So you can tell how bad I am at uh, videography. But since we don't have this, we then can only go back here. By the way, if you think that I'm making this stuff up, as a, a point that I've mainly said on podcasts, you can check it out on Spotify. We're almost done here. Right? Spotify is Jay's Corner, etc. Many locations, but you can see it. Some of you in, the, in this audience have a background in just natural science. I'm, people think that I'm making it up, making up my terminology, and that it looks like, okay, something specific to finance and Ivy League MBA. No. No. That, if anything, I would describe finance as hijacking from other processes that other people have actually created. Sure. Absolutely. These curves over here are what? This is like finance is the only location that, that that deploys anything that looks like this. In fact, I would tell you the num the all the number of different disciplines that are using an application of this far greater than finance. The intuition here not complicated, knowable. Shout out to to. Uh, Miss Norman, my colleague at the Alliance for Lifetime Income. She, she gave me the, 
the the terminology she gave me the word that I hadn't used which isn't really a word but she did in the same you know way that I did uh, use it right which is so that a colloquialism so that other people can understand and you can see why I now use this lattice to describe things why because it's solving these biases right it's solving confirmation bias right just because it worked out, just because it worked out, and, and recency bias both, it keeps you on track. That you're still at the red arrow, period. Ask a physicist, ask an engineer of any sort, doesn't matter what engineering it is. It could be computer programming. It could be, you know, material science. It could be, you know, whatever. There, There's whole processes in you know, Six Sigma for quality, quality assurance. They're using some kind of application of this. Why? So that you get a, in those disciplines, you can see it. And this is my point. In those disciplines, it's obvious, right? I'm not telling a single thing to a person in quality assurance. I Nothing. Nothing new here. Nothing new here. It's just simply that when it comes to money, people are, it has become so confusing as a result of these things. Advertisements on top, five minute attention span of 30 seconds because that you listen to a video for three seconds. If you can resist that and focus on the cash flow, if you can resist that, and focus on the cash flow. We're going to change the topic. We're going to change the terminology. We are not getting away from this or this. We are not, right? And no matter what it takes, no matter how many times I've got to help a person so that they understand this, and try to get them away from their bias, then I've done my job. And for this group here, very encouraging. Why? Why am I encouraged? Because this set, when young, if able, I'll get there. This set, the sooner you can have this, as a habit, practice, then you're less likely to be dissuaded. So while I said a person in my age division or a person who's a grandmother just got her RN degree, which is true, the fact is, is that please share this to other persons and age isn't the issue. That's it for today. Questions, comments, feel free. Info at gh2benefits.com. You can tell how bad I am at marketing. I didn't even leave that here on the, on the text below. Those websites. Don't forget the Substack. Age isn't important. Words are. <laughs> and always, of course, making fun of myself. Thanks, everybody.